All right, Alexander, uh, we have a shakeup in the Sunak administration. Uh, Suella Braverman out, cleverly taking Suella Braverman's position from foreign ministry to, um, to home secretary. And in comes David Cameron to become the foreign secretary, foreign minister. And uh, King Charles had to actually make Cameron a lord because he wasn't a serving MEP. So within one day, Cameron becomes Lord David and uh, he also becomes the foreign uh, secretary of the UK. Uh, Prime Minister David Cameron from 2010 to 2016, David Cameron, who oversaw the destruction of Libya, tried to start a war with Syria. And of course, he is the prime minister who will go down in history for the Brexit referendum. Yeah. So what are your thoughts? Well, I, I, I have to say, I mean, it's and this isn't just my thoughts. I mean, it is the I think a widespread feeling in Britain. I mean, it's as the French say, plus ça change, plus c'est la même chose. The more things change, the more they remain the same. So, you know, we started, you know, we had, uh, we've, we've been through all that process. There was the Scottish referendum. There was the Corbyn movement, the Corbyn moment in the Labour Party. We had the, as you correctly say, the Brexit referendum. We've had all of this, all of these things going on. We have Johnson, Truss, and we end up, back where we started, exactly back where we started with David Cameron coming back, this time as Foreign Secretary. As you said, he's been given a, a position in the House of Lords. He's now Lord Cameron, by the way. This is his uh, formal title from this moment. So we all have to address him from now on if we ever meet him as my Lord. There we go. <laughs> anyway, so he's now back and he is a member of the Cabinet. Now, look, if we go back to the events that led up to the fall of Liz Truss, you remember I said that it was an establishment plot at the time? You also remember, I'm sure, that I also said that Rishi Sunak, who became prime minister, is absolutely, you know, the globalist's choice for prime minister of Britain. And what we have seen is ever since then a steady movement back. The globalist, <laughs> neocon, old order, the establishment are now fully back. Even David Cameron, as you said, the destroyer of Libya and the man who nearly brought us to, into a war with Syria, even he is back now. It's, as I said, we've gone full circle. We've tried all those changes and we've ended up exactly where we were when we started in Britain. And this is happening at one and the same time as we have uh, um, reports from the Bank of England that the British economy is now in a period of indefinite stagnation. That's basically what they're saying, that there's no prospect of, you know, things shaking up or changing there. And um, Keir Starmer, the leader of the Labour Party, well, of course, who is he now regularly seen with? There's lots of pictures of them together now. He and Tony Blair. <laughs> so Tony Blair with the Labour Party. He's, you know, best of friends with Keir Starmer and David Cameron. 
Um, now, um, in Rishi Sunak's cabinet, um, the remaining Brexiteers, Swella Braverman being the last one, basically, of any significance. Not, by the way, that I liked her or thought much of her as Home Secretary, but that's another story. Anyway, they've all been pushed out. So, we have... The old establishment, the Blair-Cameron axis, they're back in control. Um, they're doing it through their proxies, <laughs> Sunak and, uh, and uh, Starmer. And, of course, pulling the strings is the old establishment, which has won all the political battles that we've seen in Britain being fought out and fought out over the last, well, was it seven years? Yeah, did uh, did we even get uh, a, a real new establishment in the UK, a new blood in the UK to perhaps enact some some change or some progress, or, or or were we just being fed these stooges all along to get to this to this eventuality of of Blair and and Cameron and 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 what is expected of Cameron, by the way, as foreign minister? I mean, what's he gonna what's what's he going to accomplish? What is it? What is expected of this one-time prime minister who has now, I don't know, has he been demoted? I mean, he's a lord, but he went from prime minister to foreign minister, so mm. I'm not sure. Is this a is this a well, positive uh, move for him, or, or or what's the deal here? Oh, it is clearly a positive move for him. I mean, he's he's. I mean, bear in mind, after the Brexit referendum, he 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 had to resign. He was then um, under in. You know, he was severely criticised because of his lobbying activities on behalf of uh, uh, um, a company, which um, went bankrupt, and so he 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 was criticised a lot over that and about the way in which he went about making money. He was widely discredited. And now, of course, he's back and he's been given one of the most senior positions in the government. And, of course, what his diplomatic skills are, which are going to make him such a successful foreign secretary, I have absolutely no idea. He is not on speaking terms with the Russians. They don't particularly like him. The Europeans of any kind probably haven't forgiven him because of the Brexit referendum. His um, ex work in the Middle East was an absolute disaster. Even, even the Economist, which is pretty mainstream, says that he was one of Britain's worst prime ministers. <laughs> now he's come back. So, you know, w what, what he brings to... The quality of British diplomacy, I can't see. And, um, but what it tells you, and maybe, you know, let's not worry too much about that because British diplomacy anyway is something of an oxymoron at the moment. I mean, you know, presumably he, I mean, he can't be worse than Liz Truss was as Foreign Secretary, for example. So, I mean, so, I mean, Let's put that aside. What it does, though, is it tells you, again, who is firmly in control in Britain. And um, we have, in effect, moved back to where we were back in 2014. <laughs> I mean, we, we, we have, we, we, you know, there's, there's, I don't know whether, you know, there's that game of snakes and ladders that people play in which they sort of go all, all the way up and then they find themselves at the top and then they, they get to the top of the, the head of the snake and they walk <laughs> slither all the way back to where they started. Well, this is exactly what's happened. I mean, Britain 
has thrown away a whole decade. It's a huge effort, huge political effort, massive political mobilization by people. I mean, the, you know, the Corbyn movement in the Labour Party was a huge political movement. The Brexit movement was an even bigger political movement. And all that's happened is there were, you know, all of that might not, but the Scottish independence movement was a big movement also. And all of that has come to absolutely nothing at all. The the end of Sunak, this is basically oh, yeah. the final yeah, days, weeks, months, whatever of Sunak. Yeah. And yeah, uh, this, is an emba- this is a huge embarrassment for the UK. At least that's how I'm analyzing this, true or not true. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you know, uh, I mean, to come back to what you were saying, asking me about, you know, but are these people going to come up with something? And did the other people who, you know, the, the people who we thought were coming up, <laughs> the, you know, did they actually have ideas? It's clear that they didn't. I mean, we have a political system which is incapable of coming up with fresh ideas. Britain's problems are growing. And I mean, you know, I, 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 I was telling you, um, you know, in a conversation we had how in London, for example, policing has all but collapsed. Now, this is, by the way, a separate issue from the argument between Braverman and the police, which over the protests, where I, if anything, tend to be more sympathetic to the police than to Braverman. But I'm talking about ordinary routine policing in London has all but collapsed. For example, I mean, if cars, certain types of cars, are now stolen regularly. And from all I, what I can understand, the police barely bother anymore to try to investigate <laughs> these uh, car thefts, which have become an epidemic. And so policing has collapsed. There's a general sense that the economy is in a deep sense of malaise. Um, public debt is growing. Um, um, inflation despite what you hear, is still a problem. The cost of living for many people is still very high. I, I was he- hearing reports, for example, that people, many people in Britain um, have to shut down, have, have to switch off their refrigerators because they need to save on energy bills, which means that they can't keep their food fresh. And, you know, apparently this is now a problem. But, you know, faced with these sorts of problems which are, you know, I'm just talking about those problems that people see on the surface, not the underlying problems in the economy and in society which are getting worse. Faced with those kind of problems, no one, no one at all has come up with any remotely plausible or workable solutions or ideas. And, of course, we've ended up, again, with that same group of people who arguably brought us to this point in the first place. Yeah, well, uh, with the police, I mean, maybe maybe there's been a breakdown in policing with regards to uh, to theft and and other criminal activities. But if you post something that's oh, naughty, well, that's the police make sure to be to be well, at, that, uh, at your door well, right away. Well, well, <laughs> well, well, that 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 by the that by the way. Is very true, and you know, if you want me to discuss again br- briefly the Braverman, the the row between 
rather than and the police. I mean, you know, there were big protests in London over the weekend, over the situation in the Middle East. Braverman took a very, very strong position over them. But, I mean, it was absolutely clear that the, what she basically wanted to do was to ban those protests. And I don't think that there was any occasion or warrant for banning those protests. But that is the steady trend in Britain now. It is towards banning protests. Braverman wants to start banning protests. So, from a different angle, does every other section of the British political class. We're having more protests banned, more restrictions on what people could say, more uh, uh, problems about uh, conducting open debates in universities and things of that kind. And you're absolutely correct. In terms of what the police do, they are much more involved in dealing with that kind of problem than they are in dealing with the ordinary, basic, routine policing, which um, is so essential in order to make life um, tolerable. So, I mean, that, that, that is absolutely the trend here. And, of course, we have all the... a huge industry of people here now who are basically there, you know, to say, you know, what we should read and what we shouldn't read and to give all kinds of labels to all sorts of you know, to people who are saying all the wrong things. So, you know, and that is, you know, that's an actual growing industry. It's a, it's a business now. So that does exist in, in Britain. Britain is becoming more, less free, more authoritarian, more restrictive, as the establishment shores up its control, even though it senses, it knows that it has no answers to the underlying problems of the country and feels that the wider British public basically despises them. Yeah. Just a final thought. I feel like uh, over the last 10 years, now that we have Blair and Cameron back again, it, it just... It just gives you the feeling that that not only the entire UK, but the entire world has been conned. You know, this has been like a 10-year con con job. Uh, Liz Truss, Theresa May, Liz Truss, Boris Johnson, uh, Rishi Sunak. It's just been one con to get us, like you said, right back to to where the state of affairs were 10, 10 years ago, 15 years ago. Blair and Cameron, just bring back Merkel and Hollande and... Hillary Clinton, Obama, Trudeau is already there. So, I mean, just bring them all back, you know? I mean, it's just it's crazy, man. Oh, yes, absolutely right. Of course, if you're talking about Britain, I mean, you know, our international prestige has collapsed around the world, partly because they can see that. But um, absolutely, that is exactly, I think, what a lot of people feel around the world. And no more so, however, than in Britain where 10 years ago there was a genuine impulse, a grassroots impulse seeking change. And people, as you rightly say, in Britain do feel conned. Perhaps they feel more conned here than anywhere else. Yeah. All right. Uh, the Duran.locals.com. We are on Rumble, Odyssey, BitChute, Telegram, Rockfin, and Twitter X, and go to the Duran shop. 20% off. Use the code, the Duran 20. Take care.